Hi everyone and welcome to Human Design 101. I'm Paula Fehrmann, your host, qualified life trust coach and human design fanatic. I guide my clients to become their own experts by understanding and more importantly living their design. When I first came to human design, I was so overwhelmed by the triangles, squares, arrows and numbers in the chart that I didn't touch it for more than a year. However, my human design experiment has been the most important transformation in my life, which is why I want to show you how you can use your design as a simple tool to heal, transform, integrate, grow and ultimately become your own expert. No more looking for the experts outside of you. Keep listening and learning here on the podcast, reach out for private coaching or book a chart reading with me. Let's talk Human Design 101. Hello everybody, I'm so grateful to be connecting with you again today as we are going to deep dive into profile first lines. I'm going to share everything you need to know about first lines, which if you have first line in your profile or somewhere else in your chart, this is going to be amazing for you. You'll love it. And there is going to be a whole series that we're kicking off today in which there's going to be an episode about each of the lines from one to six and then there's also going to be a second episode for each of the lines in which I am going to speak to someone who has this line in their profile so that you can get some real life examples and you can feel into what it feels like to have these lines right we don't want to just for this to just be information it's always important to look at how does it play out in my life or in the life of my loved ones around me. So let's dive right in. The line one is at the bottom of the lower trigram. Remember the lower trigram is one, two, three, upper trigram four, five, six. And the lower trigram is a very personal journey. People care about how it shows up for them, how how things impact them, how their own introspective personal journey is developing instead of putting it into perspective into relation to other people. So remember if your profile starts with one of these numbers then that means that this is the main influence on your personality, your conscious side, so your conscious experience of life will be personal. If it's in your profile on on the second number, it is more affecting your body. So it will be less conscious and your journey is generally more transpersonal. All right, but we'll just look at the first line today and we'll look at what it means to be in the energy, to have the energy of the first line. The first line is the foundation of the whole shebang and this is really what drives the first line. The first line wants security and it finds this kind of security and knowledge. So essentially the first line is driven by an insecurity, a fear of not knowing enough, by the feeling that when I enter a conversation and I don't know anything about it, I I'm not safe in this conversation. I need to know. The fear that moving into a new place and not knowing anything about the people, the surroundings, maybe the language, makes them feel unsafe. 
the fear of moving through the world, eating foods and consuming things, but not knowing what they do to your body makes them feel unsafe. So in people who have a first line in their profile or many first lines in the rest of their chart, you'll find this energy, this drive to study to learn and to go deeper. These are the people who really go down the rabbit hole. And believe me, I'm a first line. I have it on my body side. So it's a second number. And this is very true for me. I love studying. I love understanding the foundations of everything. And for me, it's also really important to just not to just understand how to do something, I need to understand the structure that is underneath it. Let me give you an example of what that means. I was learning, I think, Spanish on Duolingo, an app that gamifies the learning experience. And it kind of just gives you repeatable, easy sentences that you need to complete and in, in some sort of gamey way. And whilst I was learning some phrases doing this, it, it did not feel satisfying because it didn't give me the rules of the language. It didn't give me the gra grammar rules so that I could understand how to form these sentences by myself. I needed to go deeper. So as you can imagine, our first lines become experts over time because the more they know, the less they fear. And so they keep studying and studying and researching and always looking for the next resource or expert that they can learn from, which brings us to another lower or shadow expression of the line one. The line one is kind of hunting for experts and outsourcing their power to the experts around them, kind of disregarding all the studies that they have done themselves and thinking, no, I don't, I don't know enough yet. There's always more to learn. And they project their incredible source of wisdom that they have gathered and are that they are continuously gathering onto experts outside of them. And a big learning for the first lines is to recognize the experts that they already are and to understand that the people who come into their lives want to know and need to know what they know already. That there's this magical match of people or the universe bringing people together that that almost function like a magnet. If someone is coming to you for some sort of knowledge, then you can trust that you have what they need. Again, this played out for me when I started learning human design. I learned human design and then I thought I, I'll never be able to give readings because there's just so much to study and there's so much to learn until I paused and, and realized, wait, I am outsourcing my power. Let's just offer some free readings. And within, I don't know, a couple of hours, I had 10 people who wanted a reading from me. And I had so much information to give to them. And I had exactly, I trusted that I had exactly what they needed. The same happened when I started to become a yoga teacher training. I finished my training and I said, oh, I don't really want to teach. I just wanted to learn for myself. I just wanted to understand deeper how this 
whole practice is built and how the alignment works. I wanted to feel safe, line one, in the poses. And I wanted to be sure that I knew what I was doing and I wasn't doing anything wrong or harmful to myself. And as I finished my training, my mom immediately pushed me to teach in her studio because she was like, you just, I'm just going to ask you to do it. You just need to do it. You know what you're doing. Go teach. And it was the perfect thing for me to do. Obviously, I'm a projector. I needed that invitation and it worked out amazingly. But at that point, I was in the shadow of my line one and I thought, oh, no, who am I to teach these people? I don't know enough. But magically, the universe paired me with the people who who needed me, who needed my wisdom and who needed what I had to give. And so this is one of the major lessons of line one to trust what you know, to trust your natural drive to research and investigate and go deeper and trust that you are building the whole foundation for the whole the whole other lines, for the lower trigram lines that are following and for the upper trigram lines that are following. The, the information that you gather right now is then being universalized in line five and six. So you are incredibly important and one of your mantras is I trust that I know exactly what I'm supposed to know. I trust that others need my knowledge. This knowledge will kick the line one into action. Here we are looking at another shadow of the line one which is to get stuck in this kind of non-active state because they think oh I just need to know more I need to know more and they never feel ready to just create so by finding this self-trust and by cultivating their self-trust they kind of get the momentum that they need to create in this world and to share their knowledge because knowledge is power as you know and it's not there to just be kept for yourself this has been one of my major lessons as a line one knowledge is not there just for you it's useless if you keep it just for you it needs to be shared and it is your responsibility to share it in the world so go do it the next thing i would love to look at for our line ones is that they have a very introspective approach because as you can imagine when they go study when they go do their thing when they research they kind of want to be shut off from the world they want to be in their zone and they want the time to deep dive and with this kind of introspective journey they can feel a little bit shut off from the world and internalize everything that is going on within their mind and psyche and emotional world too. So line ones tend to hold things in instead of sharing them with the people and world around them and kind of have this idea of, oh no, I can deal with that on my own or, oh no, if I just journal on this, I will be able to solve this or, oh no, I don't need to tell my mum or my best friend about this. I will just worry them and I'll, I'll just solve it by myself. And this paired with their huge emotional sensitivity and their ability to observe and know how their behavior impacts the people around them again leads to this reclusive non-action state and obviously we recognize that this is 
in balance can be very helpful. Like knowing how your behavior impacts others is a super skill, but it needs to be balanced so that you don't just stay with yourself, but you allow yourself to be seen. You allow yourself to impact others because this is how life works, right? We we create this butterfly effect of us doing something and that creating waves of the people in our lives around us. And one of my big lessons as a line one is to understand that it's a privilege for others to be impacted by you. It's a privilege for someone to hear what you have to share. It's a privilege for someone to hold space for you being vulnerable. And yeah, that leaves us with the super skills of highly sensitive and empathetic because of the ability to not only study mind stuff, but also study behavior and observe how the world around you functions. So a big takeaway for Align One, a big area that they can lean in and focus on is to learn to share, to ask for help and to involve others. Like for example, for me, it was a big step as I started in very on and early on in my self-development journey as I started to ask for help. And I mean, this kind of was born out, out of a state where I was so hurt and full of pain that it, I felt like it just broke out of me. But it inevitably led me to having to share what was going on. and. So whenever I come into a situation in my life now where I feel, where I think, oh, I record a voice note and I think, oh, that's not necessary to share. Actually, I will just not do it. I'll just keep it for myself. I can then remind myself, oh, this is, this is the shadow of the line one. This is one of my shadows. I will totally lean into that and I will totally share it because this is how I grow. All right, there's kind of two more points that I wanted to speak about, which is that the line one feels incredibly innate. It feels like, oh, what? You're not, this is not what everybody's doing. I thought everybody was like me. So we can get tripped up and thinking that this incredible research gift, the incre incredible knowledge that you're accumulating is just what everybody's doing. And I pause here right now and let you know, no, it is not. This is special. This is amazing. And this is one of your super skills. And from that leads nicely to my last point, which is that first lines think that their authority, that the level of being an expert is coming from what they study and how much they know. And that is not quite true. They already have this aura that is emanating of them that they know. And it's not it's not because of the amount of knowledge that they have. It is of because of their being, not because of their doing. So if I had to summarize the shadows and the main takeaways for our line ones, I would say, number one, your shadow is a fear of not knowing enough, but you are ready. Go for it. Number two is 
the internalizing and the incredible reclusive process. Go share, go ask for help, go collaborate. Seeing you and seeing what is going on on the inside is a gift. Number three is when you look out on the search for the next expert all the time, you are in your shadow. Remember, experts inspire, but don't put yourself on ladder or a rank comparing yourself yourselves to them and always looking up thinking oh my god I'm not ready I'll never know what they know realize the expert that you are and act on it go share it and out of that I have formed three mantras which you can remember as a line one which is my knowledge is my superpower my knowledge is my superpower say it with me my knowledge is my superpower then the second one is I trust that I know exactly what the other person needs from me. I trust that I know exactly what the other person needs from me. I trust that I know exactly what the other person needs from me. And number three, my knowledge is not just for me, it is meant to be shared. My knowledge is not just for me, it is meant to be shared. My knowledge is not just for me, it is meant to be shared. And that is it about our line ones. I hope you enjoyed listening and learning as much as I love recording this episode. And I'll see you next week with some juicy real life line one examples. Thank you so much for listening. Bye bye. Thank you so much for being here today and listening along to Human Design 101 with me, your host, Paula Fehrmann. I trust that you received exactly what you needed from today's episode and I love how the universe matched us today. If you enjoy listening and learning with me, please leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast so that more people can unlock their true selves and ultimately become who they were meant to be using human design. Until next time, lots of love and bye-bye.